I forgot how to do this. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. Hi, it's <laughs> Hey, it's me, Sample Baranaga, uh, with the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast. If you've never listened before, then uh I've the last time we or I did a podcast was all the way back in March of this year, so it's been been quite a minute. Who was that one with? Uh that one was with you. Oh, okay. And that you that I'm speaking to is my lovely wife, Erin Ashley Baranaga. Yay! And the last time you were on, we talked about the new Batman movie that came out. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and how we enjoyed it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Except that it wasn't the best environment to be in because that girl was eating her hands yeah, <laughs> the entire time. Like, like the entire film. A grown woman. Well, she was an older teenager. Like she was like maybe 16, 17. I don't know. It's hard to tell. past 13, you should not be chewing on your hand like she was. Like her fingernail. It was gross. Yeah. Um, Probably before 13, too. I'm like, gross. But uh, we've been away for a while. Um, at least I have, focusing. Uh, on some uh, life stuff, which is always good. Uh, we got a new dog. Mm-hmm. She's lovely. Her name's Nala. Like from The Lion King. Um, and then I've been working on some short films, auditions, all that good stuff. But I'm back. But um, And I'd like to post more frequently. Uh, today's title, as, as you can see, uh, Aaron and I. Uh, we've recently finished Better Call Saul, the last season came out and um i thought it'd be really fun to talk about the show but before really talking about the show i, I thought it'd be a good idea to maybe do like a short podcast like a 30 minute podcast explaining why we recommend the show uh, without any spoilers because i feel like whenever i bring up better call Saul to someone either they're like in love with the show, they're like almost finished with it, like they're finishing up the last season that just came out, or they say, oh, I stopped watching it after like two to three seasons in because it was too boring um, compared to Breaking Bad, and so I thought it'd be, if you're one of those people, I think you should listen to this and give it another shot, and um, I think if you also love the show, you'll get a kick out of us just talking about how much we love it. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I don't know why he just looked at me. <laughs> no, do I mean whenever you bring up if I don't know if you do at work, but or wherever you are, like yeah, I've experienced the same thing. People are like, uh, well, I actually haven't met anybody that loves it. I've oh, either really? met people who have never heard of it because they've never watched Breaking Bad, or they did start Better Call Saul because they watched Breaking Bad, and then um they like you said like watched like to season two or something and then mm-hmm. we're like oh this is not what i expected it to be um yeah and i think that is because mainly because i feel like breaking bad it breaking bad uh i i think is like up there in terms of popularity wise is up there like with lord of the rings harry potter stranger things game of thrones it's kind of gone from like people knowing about it to like kind of people still talk about it today and still watch it. Like the office is yeah. up there. Like people still watch the show constantly. Um, like all of the actors are just like so well loved and liked. And I just feel like it's one of those things that kind of broke through that like glass ceiling 
and became and became something more than like a show. It's like forever ingrained in our pop culture. Mm-hmm. Like there's Breaking Bad references in like movies and TV, and that show went on to inspire inspire so many like filmmakers and actors. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a reason why why it broke through that glass ceiling, kind of like the same with like Stranger Things and maybe Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I'm just basing this on yeah. an assumption on that part, but I have seen most of Stranger Things is because Breaking Bad is a show that um, people who love like cinema and like love stories can like fully enjoy. But then there's people that just kind of like want to watch like action play mm-hmm. out and like want to watch something thrilling or cool quote-unquote cool stuff happen yeah so that's why i think like it appeals to like multiple audiences yeah it it, it appeals to like just a broad spectrum of people yeah it has a really big fishing net um and captures a lot of eyeballs whereas i feel like a lot of people why they maybe stop watching better call saw halfway through even before that is because better call saw is much more of a subtle character piece. Not that Breaking Bad wasn't ever subtle or character piece, but there's less there's less there's less action in terms of explosions and gunfights. There's still there still is that in Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. but it's more of action between uh, characters that conflict that have this love-hate conflict with one another. And personally, I don't know if you feel the same way, but personally, uh, I I prefer watching Better Call Saul. I'm not saying that's better than Breaking Bad because I honestly think that they're both at the same level. Yeah. Of, like, greatness. Like, they're both, like, I think, the cream of the crop as far as, like, TV writing, production, cinematography, acting, Costume design, makeup, everything—it's just mm-hmm. like number one for me. Both of those shows are, but I—if I, I—if someone, you know, if Gus Fring put a gun to my head, I would choose Better Call Saul over Gus Fring. What? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Uh, what, what would you say? Just to that. If Gus Fring put a gun to my head, I wouldn't be able to think. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to what speak. if Tuco put a gun to your head? I would be like, please just take me out now because I would be so traumatized. I would not want to go on with life and have to process that mentally every single day. So I'd be like, just take me now. Yeah, Raymond Cruz is like phenomenal. I was actually reading the other day that like he didn't like playing Tuco because he said that he was such like a a vile, tall character. Like he's just so terrible. He didn't like playing him. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, so Aaron and I both agree. We both really like both shows. Oh, which one do you like better? Just... Just, Which show? I'm just curious, yeah. You don't have to. Well, pick so that's oh, why I need to put the mic to my face. Um, Breaking Bad. I feel like it surprises me that it does appeal to so many audiences, and that people watch it like constantly, like over and over again, because the shows that I watch over and over again are not that intense and violent like I, it's not one of those where i'm like oh let's watch a little episode of breaking bad before i go to sleep for the night <laughs> like if I, if tuco was the last thing on that screen like i'm not sleeping for a little bit yeah. and you know i don't know i'm just i mean he is scary and like people don't want to 
maybe say that or like own up to that but like there's a lot of intensity in the show and stuff that's like you know does actually happen out there when you think about it and so that's what scares me um I love the show and I'm not like I never had you know issues it's just like it's not one of those shows that I could be like let's watch this over and over like um the office or um parks and rec or like you know arrested development something like that where it's like oh let's just put this on um no you're very intense like in that show if you put that on and um better call Saul is one of those that's like it's also very intense but it's not as like you know full of violence and gore and Mm -hmm. you know like crazy stuff on the screen all the time Mm -hmm. and i do i do like the like how in depth it goes into the characters so i i would have to say better call saul if i had to choose one and um just because sometimes for me too like if i see so much of that like blood and gore and violence like it can be distracting for me Mm -hmm. and then i'm like i don't know still thinking about that and then i'm not focused on like what's happening (sighs) next and like with the characters and everything because it can be distracting just for me personally i know it's not that way for everybody but i'm one of those that kind of does dwell on stuff like that like it like in breaking bad when like gus like you know i'm sure i'm i'm fine to say a spoiler right of what breaking bad yeah Okay, avoid. when when a certain person, some, believe it or not, there's some people that haven't. Seen yeah, I know. Like like your roommates that one time where you were like, I had booked your honor, and you're there. Yeah. You like you were like, you know, Sampa's gonna get to like work with one of his heroes, Brian Cranston. You're like, who is that? And you're like, from Breaking Bad. They were like, I've, we've never seen it. Yeah. So there are some people out there who haven't seen it. And That's I was just true. About to say, I feel like if they haven't you, seen it though, they're not gonna see it. No, I mean you never know. Like, That's true. Just give because break. It's one of those things. Like I, I would hate. To, I would hate to spoil it. Like, I would yeah. hate to spoil, like, this, like, Lord of the Rings. Like, I would, I don't know, because those things are so special, and if you get it spoiled, you're, you're kind of, like, yeah. it's, it's ruined for you. So. Yeah. So, what, well, we, when somebody, uh, when a certain person slits a certain person's throat, and then you literally have to, like, watch them oh, yeah, that one slowly... Close. I don't know. I don't yeah. even know what happens in your body at that point. Like he just, he was just literally like choking to death and that every, you know, everyone was just sitting there. Like, I don't know. That's hard. Like I couldn't think about anything else for a little bit. Cause I was like, that was like, like props to them for making that look so realistic and like, you know, intense and gory and like real just, you know, bottom line. But I was like, man, that was crazy. Like, I couldn't think about anything else because of just, like, the, the visual aspect of it. Yeah, and if we want to dig deeper into, like, that specifically, like, I would say that's a good thing that you struggle with that because that means, like, you haven't melted down your brain to where you see something like that and you're unaffected. Yeah. And I'm, that's, honestly, that, I mean, this is, like, a, we could go an hour just talking about that and the psychology be- behind, like, TVs, movies, video games that... uh children literally put mm-hmm. their head and then they grow up and that like an adult watching that now could be like oh you know that wasn't too violent when in reality it actually very yeah very like if violent. you're if you're actually there in the moment like like wow like you would actually be traumatized yeah, like you really but, would and but, i think i'm just thinking that i'm like oh my gosh like i'm thinking of as if i'm really there mm-hmm. and, and better like, better call saul has a lot of moments like that too especially 
in the last couple of seasons where you're just like, yeah, yeah. Your jaw is on the floor, just like, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't believe that just happened. Just like in that particular episode, I know that yeah. you're talking about. But uh, I would say if you've never seen Breaking Bad for whatever reason that you're weird, definitely uh, see you it. You should feel ashamed and you should go watch it because it's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix forever. You need to watch it. I'm, and I was joking. You and as long ashamed. as definitely as long as you don't have like, like if stuff like that really bothers you, like don't watch it. Yeah. Like if you really struggle with like violence, like watching violent stuff, like. There's already enough violence in the world, so like, don't make yourself and it's not bo- like, like it's bothered throughout the entire. Yeah, no, it's like it just pops skippable. up before if, you if like. If you struggle with that, like read like a review, like on IMDb. Yeah, or go episode like to episode or something, because it's yeah, it's not through everything. It just kind of yeah. will pop up when you I least feel like expect it. Vince Gilligan is really great at like building up. He's <clears> and his many staff of writers, they're really great yeah. at like building up towards like a certain thing like that, like. Because if it happens all the time, then it kind of loses its like um, its spark, its fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do a great job of doing that. But yeah, if you have issues with that, like definitely like feel free to filter through. But anyways, yeah. back to Better Call Saul. Um, we watched it like two years ago, I think, for the first time. So we were caught on super late. Wait, two Better Call Saul? I think so, right? No, no, no. Well, we st- what? When did we start it? We started it last year because we were already married. Oh wait, where were we? Wait, where were we? Really? We caught on that. We watched late? it like, in our last apartment. That's when we started it. Oh, that's right. Oh duh, yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. So because yeah, we were so waiting we were super to, late. we were waiting For to watch last, it because we wanted uh, to be closer to, to when that last season came out, so we wouldn't be like waiting. We still finished yeah. it really fast. And I just never because wa- we were really yeah, intent. I never watched it because I was like, I'm just gonna wait till it all comes out, and yeah. then it didn't come out. I thought it for, because there was like a two-year gap in between season four and season five, and then the same thing because of COVID for season six, I think. Something crazy like that, where it was just mm-hmm. a long time in between those seasons. So I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. I have to watch this show. And I was like totally caught off guard how like outstanding. Yeah. It's like, it's it's really cool though, because, and again, we're keeping this spoiler free, but you get to watch an already amazing team of writers, directors, uh, you know, uh, producers, actors, like do something amazing in Breaking Bad. And I'm like, you see them grow as artists watching Better Call Saul. Feels like they never once repeat themselves mm-hmm. unless it's on purpose to like make a reference to or, yeah. or back to uh, Better Call S- or, or Breaking Bad. Like Better Call Saul, like you see them like trying to get better at what they're doing, even though they're immensely talented and already really, really good. And it just, it's insane, like, some of the things that they accomplish. Like, for instance, like that uh, last night, you and I, we're, we're re-watching it. I think me for the third time, then you for the second time. Um, well, at the point where we are now, it's the third time because I joined you, oh, like, why. halfway yeah, through, yeah, you're yeah, watching yeah. it, rewatching it the second time. Um, but last no, yeah. night we watched uh, the episode called Something Stupid, which I think is season four, episode seven. And it opens up with like this insanely um, just well done montage. And it shows, uh, I think, eight months go by. And they do it with a split screen where they show a character named Tim Wexler's day go by. I'm trying not to spoil too much. And then Jimmy McGill's day go by. And I'm not gonna say what they're doing in each shot because i don't want to spoil anything but like there's a lot of montages in better call saul mm-hmm. and it's like every time they do one they like top it and yeah. you just get to the point where like how do you just keep doing this 
<clears throat> and it's with their music choices and their editing. Mm-hmm. It's just a phenomenal show. But um, I think you, because uh, we're already at, what, 16 minutes? I don't want to go too long. My main recommendation of the show would be that it is the writing. Oh, man, it's hard not to just say everything again. I would say the show as a complete whole on every front is like masterpiece level. Mm-hmm. Like the work that people put into it behind and front of the camera, like put their heart and soul into this project and then they put it out there and then it's just a home run. It's just out of the park. Just every single scene, every single moment. And I feel like particularly Bob Odenkirk and Peter Gould, who created the role of Saul Goodman, like the writing and the acting just melt together into like I think one of like the greatest characters of all time, like like including like Shakespeare, Chekhov, Tennessee Williams, anything up to like anything in film, uh, Michael uh, Corleone, uh, Travis Bickle, like think of any like iconic great character. And I think, like, Saul Goodman is, like, up there, writing-wise, acting-wise. That's, like, what That's what my big push would be, like, to... Mm-hmm. That's what I tell people whenever they're like, ah, I don't really <clears throat> want to watch it. Watch the show because, like, it is, you're missing out on one of the greatest characters of all time. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, so many... Like, there's so much depth to him that I've never really seen in a character before. And it's it's awesome that it's a TV character because, you know, movies have time restrictions. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's only so much depth they can go into. But for a TV show, like, that they, I mean, they really outdid themselves with this character, for sure. Mm-hmm. They they used every minute of it. And you could say the same thing about um, Walter White. Yeah. Because his character is, you know, is like, he's up there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I I find uh, Saul Goodman slash Jimmy McGill so interesting is because, like, it's hard to say because you don't want to spoil anything, but he he is a true underdog um, who who just... He's charming, yet so devious, Mm -hmm. yet so heroic at times. Um, where I think Walter White was more, and not to say that, I would say Walter White was ultimately selfish for money reasons, not to spoil anything, mm-hmm. for money reasons. It was always about the money. And pride. And pride. Ma- and mainly I think pride. Jimmy McGill, Gill's, like, whole mask is, I want money, I want money, I want money. But mm-hmm. underneath is, he, you know, he wants success because he wants to prove it to certain characters throughout the show yeah whereas walter white was i'm doing this for my family that was his mask when in reality underneath was i want money i want money I want it, he said it, underneath he was doing it for himself that's what i mean like yeah, yeah his mat like the mask he was wearing was i'm doing this for my family mm-hmm. when in reality underneath he was money 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 and it's funny because jimmy's the opposite where he's like his mask is i want money i want success and fame and in reality he just wanted like Approval. He wanted approval from Other, his brother, yeah. his boss, his uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. his wife, um, his his friends, mm-hmm. uh, his peers. You know, and 
Ah, man. It's, yeah. What, <laughs> what, how would you recommend Better Call Saul to people? Excluding all the stuff we just talked about. Well, you already kind of like <laughs> summarized a or, lot of things. Not to I try not to spoil anything because it's kind of hard to, but <coughs> I think the other show, the work, the other reason, another reason the show works so well is uh, Jimmy's counterpart, Kim Wexler. Yeah, I would feel, I, I feel like they go into so much with her that she would almost be, I mean, she's like a co lead. Like, you know, like both of them kind of together lead the show. And you don't really know, like, you don't really expect that at first, but, um, you know, she's definitely a very important character because she's a very important person in Jimmy's life. So, um, no, she does a really good job. Uh, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Uh, yeah, I know it's hard to when you're talking about her. Yeah, because I can't really go into why she's, you know. I would say she gives, I think, one of my favorite performances in a TV show ever, too. Just yeah. because her character is so complex is so well written and then like but Ray Seahorn also she like never phones it in. Like well that's one of the things about all the actors in the show. Like they never phone it in. They're always like locked in on and they just like Ray Seahorn just like she never um what's the word I'm looking for? She never tries to make you like the audience feel away. She just plays the character. Mm-hmm. She plays it straight. She plays what the character would do. She never tries to do anything more like a lot of actors do now. She, like they she overact. In, they, yeah, they never, she like, I don't think <clears throat> I've ever caught her or any, anyone else on the show yeah. overacting. Like she acts like a, like a normal lawyer, the way she delivers all her lines. Like it's the way that a normal person would deliver their lines. It's normal things that people would say. Um, and I mean, I would say the same thing about uh, Jimmy slash Saul, but he's just such a character, like within yeah. his character that like, He's he's not like a normal person, that's I why, guess. That's why I think Bob Odenkirk Bob Odenkirk gives such an amazing performance because like he's playing someone who is not normal. Yeah. Who like honestly like I was think you know sometimes I think if I if I like wrote down mm-hmm. what some of the things I say and I do throughout the day mm-hmm. and made that into like movie dialogue or TV dialogue, I'll, unless it was performed very well by another actor. Like, they would, that would not, people would be like, no one talks like that. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I do little things here and there, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, like voices and stuff like that like, throughout the day, you mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean? You know, I'll just start singing out of nowhere. Like, I don't know what that is in my brain, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? And I feel like that's something that, like, Jimmy McGill just kind of like talk. He doesn't like. It's not just like a straight line. It's like kind of like a roller coaster with his dialogue wise, like where he's going. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think Bob Odenkirk just does a great job of doing that. There's only a few actors that can do things like that and get away with it. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, my birthday buddy. He is your birthday buddy. That's right, October Sam was so jealous when he found out. Wow, why are you jealous of that? <laughs> You're like, I found out who shares your birthday. Because I don't think I've really had, besides like, uh, I think Toby Mac was the only other person I've known that shares my birthday. <laughs> um, and it was just super random, but... Uh, Toby Mac. Toby you Mac. You saw him in concert. <laughs> and uh, my first concert, actually. Um, 
<laughs> and yeah, so Sampley came. I was in the, while we were in the middle of watching the show, and he was like, I know who your birthday buddy is. And I was like, who? And you're like, Bob Odenkirk. And I was just like, that was hilarious the way that you said it because it sounded like you were like. I was not though. I thought that was You cool. wanted it to be your birthday buddy. Because <laughs> you, you love Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> I don't love. I don't know the man. I, you I respect love to work with him. him. No, I'm just joking. I re- no, I do. No, I do respect you, him. I yes. did read his book too. He's a really comedy, sounds like comedy, a really good guy. Bang. Or no comedy com. I was thinking of comedy bang bang. That's a podcast or an old TV show. Comedy 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 drama. He's pretty good. Uh, he's a really. He has a very interesting life. Like like mm-hmm. that's why I think he fits Jimmy McGill. So he went from like a writer on SNL to writer on like the show won an Emmy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, tried to direct movies, went broke, was like millions of dollars in debt. Oh, really? Did any role that he could. And mm-hmm. then he, Vince Gilligan offered him Saul Goodman and he did it because he needed money. Wow. Like, little did he know, and he was only supposed to be in a couple episodes. It's yeah. crazy how sometimes that, that is, works. That's crazy. But uh, no, my birthday buddy is Will- Willem Dafoe, who's an outstanding actor. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez, um, who has that one uh, song on Disney Channel with the lightsaber that I always thought was oh, so trippy. I don't remember it. I, we looked it I, up. I love you like a love That's song, what it was? Baby. I thought. And she, Are you sure? She like hits a pinata with a lightsaber. Uh, we should go watch that again. Maybe. It Wait, I thought it was a different one. Thought I thought it was a different because we looked it up and it wasn't. I, I don't was, know. It doesn't matter. Um. Oh, and then Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. There's uh, also like. Birthday m- buddy. Like four or five people that like i just either know or know of in my life that share your birthday it's a popular birthday Wait, who like like i could go to my facebook right now like there's so many people i don't want to name people Anyways. i don't know that's weird i don't want to like yeah, <laughs> yeah i'd be like yeah, this, is this is their birthday and yeah which might be like their passwords yeah <laughs> here's their name and their birthdays which uh, like people idea. could probably look up these so cel- these celebrities birthdays and know ours but i mean yeah, I guess that's true. I but, mean, um, but uh, anyways, birthday wait, buddy. we're not celebrities? Uh, when did you say birthday buddy? No, we're talking about Better Call Saul. Oh. Let's go back to that. True. <laughs> well, I just always birthday told you buddy. that if I ever met Bob Odenkirk, I would You'd say, that. hey, birthday yeah. buddy. Hey, I and I'd have, say it just I like that. Two, one degree away. No, two. No, yeah, one degree away from him. So, you know, because I worked with Brian Cranston. Oh, I thought you were talking about college degrees. And no, I was no, like, no, what? Know, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh. I, wonder, I bet I'm only one degree away from Kevin Bacon with Brian Cranston or somebody. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways uh, I met, yeah, I'm not jealous of you being his birthday buddy. I met, I, I met the danger. All right? Huh? Brian Cranston. Oh. I am the danger. Remember? No, you're the danger. I do that every night before bed. Yeah. <laughs> I could have met him, but that's our bedtime routine. Every I think we've in bed, and I stand above. I stand in front of the bed, and I I do a little shimmy. I go, and I do that whole monologue. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't remember something about. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're okay. talking about. <laughs> you I look just like you're confused. Yeah, I am confused because you're lying. I know it was a joke. I was just wondering Joking. people would imagine me doing that before bed. True. Um, um, they know I wouldn't let you. But yeah, Better Call Saul. If you've never seen it before, you're doing yourself a disservice. It's on Netflix. Only the first five seasons are on it. Um, and then the sixth season just dropped. I think it's you can only watch it on AMC+, Plus, but it's supposed to be on Netflix later in the year. Um, I've, 
I personally, I it's my new favorite show of all time because of um, it's just so well written and executed, and it, it it's. I couldn't stop watching. I mean, like when we first started, when we first started it about a year ago, I was like, just completely enthralled. There's no other show like it. Even yeah, Breaking Bad. It's ever. very unique in its own way. And it captures you in it. Like, if you stick with it, which I just, I can't imagine. And the reason. Stopping the show at like season two. People aren't sticking with it. It's because they sit, they sit on their couch or sit in bed. And they put on Netflix. And then they take their phone out. And just yes. scroll mindlessly. And I know that because two of the people I've talked to at work. I'm not going to name yeah. names. But I've said, well, why did you give it watching? They're like, ah, oh, well, you know. You know, it's kind of boring. I was like, how do you watch TV? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you get on your phone while you watch TV? And they're like, yeah, you just scroll through Instagram and Facebook. I'm like, you, you can't ha- do you that. Can't do you that. can't miss anything. You can't anything. do this with the show because each shot is so important. Yeah. You cannot miss anything. Yeah. There's so many people that watch TV and movies like that now. It's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? why and then they look up when there's action going on, but then they're like, wait, what's going on? It's like, the dialogue is very important. You know, like... And like you said, it's a lot of people with like, you know, they are kind of addicted to action. They're addicted to like, you know, video games maybe. And everything has to be just like super crazy on screen for them all the time to to like look at it and look away from another screen. And like it's like actually like dialogue is very, very important in life in general. And it's a good skill to have. And like, you know, uh, following dialogue on TV probably could help you like yeah be a better conversationalist and like you know what i mean no like, yeah it's probably i was about to say weird, not to be but... the yeah, old man get off my porch kid like not to be like that guy but like a lot of people our age don't know how to hold conversations yeah well. and i know that because uh, i'm just I, I am around a lot of people my age or younger yes. than me and they just cannot hold conversations very well because they're on their phone constantly mm-hmm. Uh, and people are probably listening to this on their phone, which I, I hope you are, uh, yeah. whether you're at the gym or in the car or whatever. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's just, it is frustrating when like you're watching a movie with someone or a TV show with someone and they're just like, they whip out their phone instantly. Yeah. Woody's probably listening to this right now. Knowing that we, we were, did I tell you that we were watching? He had never seen any of the Batman movies. We watched all of them. And the, when he first pulled out, uh, when we first started watching Batman Begins, he pulled out his phone. And I said, "You better put that away." Yeah, <laughs> I think he talked about it on our podcast. Probably that I did with him. I'd love to have him on again. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mentioned Woody in every podcast I do. I'm just like, he's such a great guy. <laughs> um, yeah, Better Call Saul. You're missing out if you haven't seen it. Watch it. Put your phone down. Actually, pay attention. I would say if you've never seen Breaking Bad before, go watch that. Because you'll pick on you'll pick up on a little bit more references and kind of understand where uh, Saul Goodman's coming from first. Um, Breaking Bad's Breaking Bad's pretty long, so definitely buckle up. Yeah, buckle up because <laughs> it's, it's five seasons, and then uh, Better Call Saul is six seasons now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I like like I said before, next episode we're gonna do. Aaron and I are kind of gonna be talking about our favorite episodes. And then we're also going to be talking a lot about how the show ended, um, which in my opinion is, I think, my favorite series finale of all time. Um, I think I've seen it three times now. I know Mm -hmm. you and I watched it twice, and then I think on one one of my half days I watched it again. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I was just like so enamored. Yeah. With like how it ended and just, you know, because on that, 
with the show itself, like even going back now on a third watch, I'm picking up on so many things I didn't the first time or the second time even. Yeah, that definitely happens with shows. But yeah, we hit, we're past 30 minutes. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I mm. think we did pretty good avoiding spoilers. Yeah. I'll go full out next next oh, episode. Yeah, I'm going to spoil everything. Like, out the gate, like, within 30 seconds, I'm going to say that uh, Saul Goodman dies. What? Oh, no, I'm just joking. Or does he? Uh, I might cut that because then people will know that he won't die. Or does he? I don't know. Does he? I don't know. Does he? Bob Odenkirk almost died in real life shooting. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they almost canned the entire show if he had died. Yeah. Uh, fun. Well, fun fact. Not so fun for him. Aaron's birthday, buddy. Birthday All right, buddy. but uh, I'm gonna try to do a podcast every week again, like I was a couple months ago. I was like on fire on the year. I was like, bam, every week, every week, mm-hmm. every week. And then life happens. We um, moved. We got a puppy. We, moved, we, we both puppy, got new jobs. We got new jobs. I'm shooting a lot of shorts and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, pitching them. Uh oh. Uh, shout out to. Jacob Laughlin for booking the the new Joker movie coming out. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting. I was so stoked to hear that from him. Super uh, exciting. Anyone you want to give a shout out to? We should give a shout out to somebody every episode. What? Wait, what do you mean? Like, what? What does shout out mean? I like, don't just be like, "Hey, good job." Oh, good job on something. I don't know. Does like acting or movie related? Or yeah, I have to do that. I don't know. Uh, shout out to Nala. You're awesome. <laughs> we love no you. You're asleep right now in your crate. <laughs> uh, no, she's she's a good she's a good girl. She is. She's very she tries cute. really hard. Sometimes she struggles, but she tries. She's such a good girl. I'm really surprised a lot of people don't know what na- the word Nala is from. Yeah, it's from The Lion King. The Someone Lion yesterday King. when I um let her. When I let her meet, uh, they were really big. Uh, Bernie's Mountain Dog, 120 pounds. Um, the people were like, oh, Nala. Like, they got down and they were like, Nala, that's the name of one of the characters from my very favorite movie ever. And I was like, I was like, thank you. Like, that's why we named her that. Yeah. Like, we're big Disney fans. That would have been funny if she said the wrong movie, though. Yeah, the she was like, Mermaid. Aladdin. Oh. You just, oh. <laughs> yeah, I just let it slide. Like, I'd be yeah. like, I, w- I couldn't. I'd be like, say what? <laughs> um, no, but yeah. And even today, we were letting her um, watch the uh, little clip of the song that her character sings in. Mm-hmm. The um, yeah. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Okay, well, you were doing that. I was just happened to be sitting next to you. Anyways, okay, you were I'm you were talking to her. Whatever, don't act like you're not a full-blown dog dad. <laughs> no, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is the episode. Uh, that is the episode. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back with more. Cool, cool. <laughs>